0: You are now tuned in to Poppy Chulo Radio, your web portal for the best in pop culture news and interviews.
1: You wouldn't be able to do these awful things to me if I weren't still in this chair. But you are, Blanche. You are in that chair.
0: This is a Poppy Chulo Radio special announcement. poppychuloradio.com is currently looking to expand its web presence and we're looking for your help if you're a fan of Poppy Chulo Radio and its signature series please visit gofundme.com slash poppychuloradio and help us with our campaign every dollar amount donated will be improving the Poppy Chulo Radio experience and making it more interactive and user-friendly we thank you in advance for your support this has been a poppy chulo radio special announcement we now return you to our regularly scheduled programming the following is a poppy chulo radio original program the views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of poppy chulo radio its parent affiliate or subsidiary companies
2: to Summer Camp at PoppyChuloRadio.com and iTunes exclusive, Poppy Chulo Radio, Pop Culture On Demand. I'm your host and camp director, Maurice Gatewood. Tonight on Summer Camp, we are going to explore some of Hollywood's campiest flicks, cult classic motion pictures, and fan favorite films. Please welcome my co-host, assistant director the hip-hop legend, Deadly. Mm, they're all going to laugh at you. Oh, I'm going to laugh at you. <laughs> our director of residential life and future, legionnaire. I'm not mad at you. I'm mad at the crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> and always keeping us active, our activity leader, the artist known as fanetta Berry. Hey, y'all.
1: I like muff. <laughs> That's good to know.
3: <laughs> All thanks, right. Thanks for sharing. Sure. I might, might.
2: I was just like, okay. Yes. Piffy, <laughs> piffy, as they say. You know? And always serving it up hot and spicy. Our head chef, Derek Anthony.
4: Today in the mess hall, we will be serving warm Keith rain and assorted raw vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> In their own Ziploc pack, no less.
2: Okay, before we (laughs) spiral into our descent, uh, let's- here's one of our camp directors on our PA system with a few announcements on how you can interact with us via social
0: media.
5: Thank you for the intro, and sorry for the microphone feedback. Like us on Facebook, Facebook.com slash P C R Summer Camp. Follow us on Tumblr, summercamp Camp dash P C R dot Tumblr dot com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting go com slash poppychularadio. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting go com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Poppy Chula Radio Summer Camp and subscribe. Now, grab some popcorn and some snacks. It's time for your feature presentation. Back to you, camp counselors. Oh, not again. Sorry for the feedback.
2: Thank you. Okay, it's time to fire up the film projector so that we can discuss 2006, Another Gay Movie. Here's the official synopsis of the film. The film revolves around four gay teenagers, Curious Andy, Flamboyant Nico, Jock Jared, and Geeky Griff. These four boys want to have sex but can't find anyone to do it with. It's their graduation day and their lesbian friend Muffler is having a graduation party. The next morning the boys make the pack to have sex before the end of the summer. Andy has his eye on the math teacher, Mr. Puckoff. Nico searches the internet for a man. Jared falls for a rival baseball player, and Griffith is deciding with his crush between his crush on his exercise teacher and um his crush on Jared. In the tradition of American Pie, another gay movie will bring you hysterics. Always read through those before you get on the air and read them live because grammar is optional. Okay, so, as I always ask in the beginning, who has seen this before? And I'm asking Legionnaire first. Have you seen this movie before?
3: No, I have, I have not seen this movie before.
2: What? Okay, so then we know
1: that Derek has seen it. But not but not <laughs> Have you seen this movie before? I had not seen this movie before. Um, I had right. attempted to, I was going to watch it on Netflix a few times. And it was always in not the right time because my kids were around. So I was like, okay, I will oh, watch it one yes. day. So I was very excited yes. to watch it.
2: And Deadly.
6: No, but I knew about that movie before it even came out. Because I, the uh, writer-director came into my acting class, showcase night, trying to cast for the movie. even gave me a card. My teacher was trying to talk me up, saying, you need to cast him, he's a gay rapper. And, and then, you know what, I never called the dude back. I dropped the ball on that one. The dude was telling everyone at the class, I'm making a movie, another gay movie. It's called Another Gay Movie. And I was like... It sounds gay. I don't know about
4: this And I just... Hold on. Hold on. Because I just want to say that because I said, what, does not mean that I've actually seen the movie before. You have Mm -hmm. to understand... There was a point in time when gay movies and TV shows were coming out and Legionnaire was collecting them like breathing
3: oh. <laughs> air. That so is not the truth. All I'm going to say it. to
4: you, Legionnaire, is the closet, and then I'm going <laughs> to answer the question that, yes, I did actually see this movie before. No. But I did uh, not want uh, okay. And make yes. and I'm going to make a comment
2: because <laughs> I'm going to make a comment because i was thinking to myself i'm gonna ask deadly if he's seen this movie and deadly is no lie and deadly is going to say oh i was supposed to be in it i wasn't spot on but i was i had some kind of telepathic link there because i said is gonna have a story why
6: yeah because i lived in hollywood you know that's why you meet these people and i dropped the ball in another movie too quinceañera I could've been in that one. I dropped the ball on that one. Dropped the ball on this oh, you,
4: one. You, know. you need a manager t- or <laughs> you need a <laughs> manager or a spanking. I don't know which.
2: Mm-hmm. Well, I will do both. Maybe he needs both. <laughs> <laughs> you need know? both.
3: Uh, I got Seriously. some miles. I can get on the plane now. <laughs>
4: They're so hungry. Oh my
2: god. <laughs> Well, I've I've seen it before. Yeah, I have seen it before. But yeah, I realized I um, didn't retain a lot. I don't know, maybe I was kind of halfway watching it or watching it and doing other things. But I, I didn't... There were parts of it where I was just like, I just don't remember that. But I had seen it before. Okay, so let's dive on in. This movie... In a way, it's kind of based on cliches. Mm. So, not kind of, it is. So, some cliches I can't be mad at, others I can. I'm going to start off right in the beginning of the show. I hated that Asian character. I'm sorry. She <laughs> was hard. Mm, I second that. It, that
6: that's kind of
2: racist.
6: It mm-hmm. was
3: cheeky. Yeah.
2: It, it could have been. Like, I know what they were trying to do. Like, remember the two Asian students and main girls? Um, yeah. The, the, the two uh, girls. And they kind of found a way to kind of make that kind of funny. But she, this girl, it, it was just awful. I, I cringed every time she opened her mouth. I was just like, okay, you already know that this type of movie is not going to have a lot of minorities in it anyway. Right. So one of two of them. What's <laughs> this cringeworthy? I was just like three, Ugh. three. Who was the third? One? Matthew Rush.
6: Ugh. I don't. Oh, you're <laughs> not counting them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, Matthew Rush was in LA Zombie
2: yeah. too, right? Yes, he was. Okay, man, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he was. He's. You know, I said that with a question, like you weren't in the movie, too. What? Uh, He was an LA LA zombie. (laughs) Oh, and so was I. Um, Yeah. Yeah, he he had a black grandfather. He had a black grandfather, and I think he identifies as African American. But I'm talking about people when you watch the movie and don't know their backstory, that you look at them on the screen and you. Say oh, because she's obviously playing an Asian char- Asian American character, and Dale is obviously playing an African American character. I don't think Matthew Rush's character was like racially specific. You know what I mean? <laughs> didn't Wait, which one, one was Matthew Rush? Matthew he was Rush. the one. He was uh, the, one had the. He o d. He o d. Uh, he o d. Uh, okay. He date with Nico. And he yeah. You... Did you okay. look at him and think, oh, he's African American?
1: I did. Okay. And then I was like, um, "Why?" I was about to get upset, and then the dancer came on, and I was like, "Okay." So the only black <laughs> character is not, uh, you know, drug on drugs. So, okay, and I'm props, fine with props that. Props to and the
6: dancer though, Daryl Stevens. I thought he was good. For time I ever given anything. Yeah,
1: he yeah. was good, and this
2: is the first time I saw him. In something, well, actually, I thought he was really good in boyhood. It really, I was shocked. I mean, that, that's, that's actually a really good movie in, in my Maybe. opinion. Yeah. 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 Um, I, because I, I've seen him in other things, and I was like, he plays a particular type of character, you know. Um, but, um, Back to back to this Asian character, I cringed, I cringed, and I cringed every time she opened her mouth. I was like, girl, really? But, you know, it, it, it is what it is. Um, as far as the other characters, did anyone else, uh, the main characters, did anyone find anyone else sort of like enlightening or you liked or, or hated?
6: Well, I thought the dike. We've all seen that dyke before. Once dawn strikes, they all go dike. I mean, like, she played it like we've yeah. seen like every damn dike character, and I, mm. I I don't know. I thought she could have done more with it. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, just... I
3: thought she, I
4: thought she was. I thought that's how she was supposed to play it. It's, I I know that this had elements of American Pie and a couple of mm. other more recent movies, and, but she it was like Stifler. That it really reminded me of was Porky's, which ironically enough, they oh, got a that's shot. that's funny you it. said
6: that. Mm-hmm. They got yeah. a shot it of, it. of it
4: in one of the scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was very a Porky-esque movie. Mm-hmm. Too. So I, so aside from the Asian girl, because this is 1996, I'm sorry, this is 2006. We really are better than that now. Uh, but as far as some of the other stuff goes, I felt that that was in line with the, with the with the atmosphere of what the Porky's movies were.
2: The the Asian character, I thought if they were no, gonna do they, that, aside, and... aside from the Asian character. Uh, okay. Okay.
4: Yeah. Was, yeah. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not supporting that bullshit. Yeah.
2: Um, but into you know American Pie another teen movie um what were some of the other references did you get I mean there was obviously like little references to like Mommy garris and stuff like that but or I mean Carrie, was, Carrie.
6: Yeah.
2: yeah yeah so let's talk about the main cast we had John um we had Michael Carbonaro who is uh, an openly gay actor uh Jonah Blackman is Nico. Wow, his his little headshot is like a lot different than his character. I guess that's why it's called acting. Um
1: He's also <laughs> one of the like of all the four teenagers, he was not a teenager. Oh God. He's yeah, he's he's he was older than the rest of them. Well so. let's see. <laughs>
2: Jonathan Chase, who played Gerald, is 37 now. Uh, the main character, oh, Michael. Yeah, so Michael Carbonaro is 34 now. So, I, you know, some of them were closer to teenage. Let's see. Huh? they got to play Griff Griffy. Uh, he's 37 now. He still looks young, still looks really young. Um, of course, uh, uh, Scott Thompson. I don't know if any of you ever watched Our uh, Kids in the Hall. Mm-hmm. But,
1: <laughs> yes, that's,
2: oh, yeah, I yeah. was thinking the whole time. I was like, "That's the guy." Yeah, he played, he was always hilarious on that show, and I always thought Kids in the Hall was funnier than Saturday Night Live. Same producer. I did too. Uh, oh yeah,
3: based,
2: you know they were based out of Canada, um, but I, I always thought it was uh, funnier than Saturday Night Live. Um, and of course, the Graham Norton from the Graham Norton show as uh, yeah. Mr. Puckett yeah, teacher. Yeah. So, um, to me, varying degrees of acting ability. I mean, yeah. I mean, but you can, you can say that about any movie. I mean, you can say that about you know, you can say that about any, but somehow with these sort of. Um, Movies, it's kind of glaring a little bit. Uh, was there anyone who's acting you were like, uh, major a little bit? <laughs> <That's-> <laughs> Matthew Rush. Well, well, you I mean, Matthew Rush again, he's well, he's not. I mean, I'm, I'm talking about the main folks. Oh, I'm surprised I actually
4: like the four guys. I don't know, yeah.
6: I- I thought they all did a decent.
4: I thought job. they had a chemistry and they worked well together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I really like some Griff. Some I think
6: Griff was my favorite of the
2: four of them. I like Griff I too. Like him too. I like Griff also. Yeah, I thought he was good. He, he his his performance was a little more nuanced. I thought Jared was a little bit depending on who who he was in a scene with. Um when he was with the main guys, I thought he was, when he was with the the other, the baseball player guy, it's somehow what some actors can bring other actors up. If they're good, they'll make another actor kind of rise up. But his scenes, his scenes with, um, like for example, when he was in the scene with the baseball player and they were about to be, you know, intimate or whatever and stuff, I thought their scenes were a little bit stiff. But then when Griff, when he was in the scenes with Griff, I thought he was better. I don't, I don't know if that makes sense, but I know. think,
4: but I think that was on purpose. Um, because the I think the point was that when when he was with the baseball player, um, and he was being made to be a top, and he was completely uncomfortable with that, and I think maybe that's what you were picking up. As opposed to when he was with um, the other character who he actually, you know, they actually had feelings for each other. Because if you go back and look at their interactions, you know, it's clear that there is some kind of
2: bond between the two of them.
4: That but neither one of them is bit- talking about.
2: So do you think that... Um... Michael Carbonaro, who played Andy, was a good lead. Yeah,
4: mm-hmm. uh, again, as the as the guy who, as the foil against the guy in American Pie, who's kind of nerdy and you know such and yeah.
6: I guess he Let was. Me. It was just all that all that bottom humor with him was just. You know, I guess that's the point of the movie. It was supposed to be way over the top. I mean, that was some way over the top shit. <laughs> <You> <laughs> all
1: mean vegetables the vegetables in the bed.
6: All them vegetables in the bed and the big butt plug and the gerbils. And the, I'm like, God damn. Yeah, I,
1: just, <laughs> I was really kind of laughing and also just kind of like really because the dad was like playing this like oh. You're, you're going to be okay. I'm just going to accept you. You're my gay son, whatever. And then <laughs> I thought the joke was going to be because you know, you were adopted or something because they were going to, you know, like the mom was not a, a woman. And then <laughs> it was just that he was bi. I was like, what? That was not the joke I thought we were getting here. <laughs> well, I think they not take
2: Taking a page out of movies, you know. I don't know if you've ever seen "Die, Mommy, Die." We reviewed it last uh, season. No, seen that one. Um, and uh, you know, they have like a drag queen playing a real woman, and that's part of the joke of the movie. Yeah. Um, okay. Because that's one of those movies. Or I mean, *Hairspray*. When you start yeah, off, *Hairspray*. Actually, yeah, when you start off watching that movie, you're like, okay, when are they gonna let us in that this is not really, you know? But then you realize, yeah. Oh. Yeah, so I think that was what they were trying to go for with the mom uh, in in this movie. I, I thought they did it funny. She had some funny, funny uh, scenes.
4: She uh, did. I personally don't understand why he did not either lock his door or put a chair on the door or something. <laughs> Thank no. you.
1: Thank, especially when yeah. he is going in town.
4: It only takes one time for you to walk in on that. It takes one he had his legs up
2: door. in the air. He had his legs up in the air, and the father walks up. Like, the mother walks in. It's like, oh my gosh. I mean, really? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean his parents just kept strolling on in his in into his room. And I mean he was like 17, 18, you know. I could see he was like 12 or you know, at, at a certain point you got to expect not. your kids. At you a know, you have to you know, especially at that age where I mean theoretically he'd be going away to college. It's not like he's a little woke kid, you know. He
6: was getting to know his sphincter.
1: Yeah, yeah, very much so. I think I like that line. Where he mm-hmm. said, "I've had more fun with my hand and my in my left pinky, or something like that." I was just like,
6: "You got a
1: really personal." He was a pinky,
6: pinky bottom, pinky
1: bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, he was more than that when it when it mm-hmm. really went down. He was like. He must have used that butt plug. <laughs>
6: <laughs> well he got double penetrated. He got yeah.
1: double penetrated,
2: yes. Really yeah.
6: mm-hmm.
2: I mean he was he was what they call a power bottle.
6: Mm. Real man take it up the ass.
2: You know. When, <laughs> if, if, uh, it, so this whole thing about him not having had, <laughs> Okay, I'm not saying that they were, it wasn't realistic that young guys who as attractive as they were wouldn't have had full something, but they would have. I don't know. I mean, they obviously weren't, they weren't really closeted with most people around them, I guess, other than their families. I would think that they would have had more sexual adventures. By that point. Yeah. But they yeah. were still children. Probably. When they were 18? 17, were 17, 18. 17, 17, mm-hmm.
1: 18. 17, 17. Mm-hmm. Okay. I would hope my son <laughs> is not having wild lots of sex yet. So, but this gonna...
2: <laughs> is At
6: 17? But
1: if, but here's the thing. Girl? you know, how
2: are they going out? How are they, you know, they're going out and go, getting into clubs and, and bars and stuff, so. Um,
1: he had a fake ID. Yeah.
2: Remember
1: he showed Grandpa it, the fake
2: it, ID? It, yeah, but if they have fake IDs, they most likely are getting into other things. Well,
4: yeah. how often does your date ask you to show them your ID? Right. Though, to be fair, I have done that a couple of times.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah. Yeah. I did I know, like what, the nudity what? though
2: What's that?
6: I did like all the nudity, nice butts yes. uh, The mix of real penis with fake penis I thought it was good, even the fake penis that Graham Norton had, that should look real even though it was super, <laughs> super big but it looked <laughs> kind of real Yeah,
2: it, looked, it did look It looked
4: real it you know, That was hilarious, hilarious.
1: You know. uh, and then so there was the funny. Richard
2: Hatch
4: nudity. Oh yes,
6: yes,
1: we got full front on Richard Hatch
6: here. That's here for the bears. <laughs> the Bears
4: okay.
1: yeah.
4: which is—I which is mean—that's that, cool. that's why I brought it up.
2: Which is cool because uh, you I know think I think that's I, the I mean, only
4: episode of Survivor. That's the only season of Survivor I've ever watched all the way through. Well,
6: you and me both.
4: I've not seen it since season one. Mm. Mm.
2: But it's funny, you know, like is in this in this movie they didn't sort of slam um, the I don't want to call subcultures in the gay community. You know, it wasn't like oh they weren't making fun of the bears and they weren't making fun of uh, they weren't making fun of the femme guys or the bears or anyone that's not that's not a you know. Six pack, job. I like that they had the job character as one of the sort of uh, downtrodden, unsure that themselves characters. But if, yeah. I, if they make another gay movie with some, you know, with some, you know, theater kid in love with the football player, you know, pining after the football player. Mm-hmm. And, this that other. I'm like I, I do. I don't even watch those movies anymore. You know? This is like. What you gotta get football players. I don't like the. I don't like the premise that it's already. It's always. Uh, look, I've had football players chase after me, and I'm an orchestra geek. Okay, so it's not that. That's what I don't like. It's a generic story that you see in a lot of, and 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 um, in a lot of gay movies. This is like, oh, you know. You got the jock and then you have and then you have the little geeky kid, you know, chasing after the jock or pirate wait for the jock. I think I like
4: you did that in teenage movies in movies of this genre. I mean, yeah, they do that in the gay movies, but I think they do a lot of that in the straight movies too.
2: But um but what I'm what I'm saying is I like that in this movie they switched it up and they had the jock as one of the uh, you know yeah. like he didn't have everything laid out for him. You know, everything didn't come easy for him either. So I I like that they kind of played with that. Um, I'm not sure that that set of friends would have really been that good of friends because high school was very clicky and very, you know. I I just imagine maybe they've known each other since elementary school or whatever. But they they, were all gay and they were all virgins, so. People that were all gay, but you know, (laughs) (laughs) know, but even even in that, well, you know, gay people tend to segregate themselves by type. In high school, I didn't hang out with the virgins. You know, know. I mean, I mean, don't you agree that gay men tend to tend to segregate themselves by type a lot of the time?
6: Yeah.
2: Oh yeah. Even at that, even at that age, you know, as soon as you become aware, it seems like as soon as they become people become aware of. You know, what I guess, what kind of which path they're gonna go down in their career. You know, they kind of start to separate. But I mean, yeah, for the purpose of the movie, yeah, it worked.
4: Um, it's interesting because all of the uh, all the kids that came out uh, that I went to high school with, like, none of us hung out together. What do you because think you guys did? didn't
6: want to be noticed, is that why? You figure like I men... think
2: that
4: I think that everybody was so busy hiding themselves mm-hmm. that we weren't necessarily looking for the others. So well, you yes. check
6: this out: my best buddy in high school. Every lunch, I'd eat lunch with them. We talk about Knots Landing and Dynasty and everything, but. That should again, you know, looking back, we should have known we were little gay boys, but we didn't know until I, I knew he came out to California to visit me when I was like twenty-one. And then I said, I'm going to a gay bar before I'm gay. I just I had to let you know. The dude is staying with me for like three months and then he don't want to tell me that he's gay too. And finally like three months he after he's still with me, he's like, Oh, can I go to that gay bar with you? I'm like, dude, it took you three months? Wow. wow. <laughs> when I told you I was gay, and it's like, we talked about knots Landing in high school? Come on, dog. What the fuck? That's messed up. Yeah. Well, he
4: totally had to come to grips with it himself.
6: Yeah, he sure did. I took him out that night, and boy, he was making out, almost sucking dick on the dance floor. <laughs> Shit.
2: That is a heartwarming story. <laughs> well, he <laughs> no, had to come to grips with his sexuality. Clearly,
4: others came to grips with his sexuality. No,
2: but I mean, but if sometimes, even though but he had a he had a certain type of relationship with you as a friend, mm-hmm. you know. Maybe he was he was still had some fear, you know, that that would change, you know, that right, right. You know that you would think, you know, think differently of him, you know. So, but I'm glad that he finally Waited. got his life after three months. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So. Let's talk about this teacher. Has anyone ever had a teacher that they had a serious crush on? Oh, God,
4: yes. Speak <laughs> <laughs> oh. on that.
6: I want to hear that.
4: Yeah. Oh, I had this teacher in high school. Um, his name was Mr. King. He was uh, the head of the radio TV department. And he was uh, his part-time gig. He was a uh, radio DJ for a jazz station and he was just cool. I mean he was just he was just cool and that really it, it was a combi- it was a combination of attraction. it was a, it was a physical attraction and then there was a spiritual attraction where I just wanted him to be in my life. Like, I had this fantasy that my mother would come up to the school one day and they would meet and start dating. And then, you know, if I couldn't have him, at least she could. And then he would be in my life. And, um, yeah, that came to an end um, sometime my senior year when he told me that he was not gonna allow a faggot to be captain of his stage crew.
2: He said that Aww. to you? Yeah. Yes he did.
4: And so, so that funny. year and so that year stage crew just didn't have a caption. Cause everybody still treated it was like it was like doing the work, having the job without having the title. Yeah. Wow. So that kind of that kinda broke me.
2: Oh, wow. wow that's 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 beyond harsh you know and I and I in in adults adults sometimes can sense when when teenagers have crushed I remember I I was teaching uh violin at a school for school program and um my, my one of my little students, I mean, these are teenagers. When they have a break, they go run into the corner store. They don't stick around in the classroom, you know. Yeah. But he would always, you know, stay. You know, he'd come up, I'd be filling out a little paperwork or whatever. And uh, he'd be like, oh, I like your handwriting. You have really nice handwriting. And I'd be like, thank, thank you. But, you know, don't you? You know, don't you want to go with that, you know, the other kids? And it's more awkward when it's a teenager, okay? Uh-huh. Um, and so, I mean, he would just hover around constantly, constantly, and so after a point, I was, you gotta be careful what you say, because if you make them uncomfortable, even if you're being truthful, they can flip it on you. You know what I'm wow. saying? So, and I've been warned by um, another teacher, that I knew, and I was I was twenty four at the time, so you know, you some baby was, yourself. <laughs> right. Some of them were. Some of them were. Right. Like, oh, I had one. I had one. little seventeen-year-old uh, told me that her boyfriend was older than her boyfriend was older than I was. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was just like, well, first of all, how do I you know? You know, and 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 I had been warned about the girls.
4: Yeah. You know? It's Nobody able to to talk about the boy.
2: But no one no, no one warned me that the, about the, because you know. So it, it was it was a little awkward but I you, you know you have to be gentle with 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 teenagers because they can go from being have, you know puppy love to just like cuz their hormones are just like out of control, you know. So um I would just like, when they had that little break sometimes, I would just have to leave the room. Like, I'd be like, well, I'm gonna go down to the office. And, you, know. <laughs> you know, I didn't, you know, I didn't stay. I didn't feel that I should say something to to him like that. Like, even if I was like gentle about it, like, you know, Johnny, you're going through a lot right now, and your body's changing. You know, because that shit can flip. That can flip when you embarrass a teenager. That stuff will flip on you real fast. You know. So yeah. I was just like, I'm gonna go down to the teacher's lounge, lounge, and you know, but it, it was. I fun. think it's
4: best I just remove myself from the remove situation. myself. It. It, it was. It was.
2: It was. Inter- it was very. It was very interesting. But for like. For, <laughs> For an adult to say something to you like that, oh my god! So that that is just like that's like that dude crazy. from
6: the airplane movie talking to that little boy. He'd always start some nasty shit. Oh, the little, <laughs> do
2: you like Gladiator? Do you like Gladiator movies? <laughs> so I was gonna bring that up because they tried it in this movie more than once. They tried little pedophile jokes, and to me, they fell flat.
6: Yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah.
4: didn't like the Nombla shit. The Nombla shit could have. Yeah, that was not there. cool. Mm-mm.
1: I didn't get that.
4: It, it, not, you, do you know what Nombla mm-hmm. is? No, I don't. Okay. It is a organization of older men who basically like young boys. And um, okay. they, yeah, they, they, yeah, there's this whole entire. Group all across the country where they've tried to at certain points get the uh dating age lowered, and yeah, it's 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 it's, it's creepy white man trying to sleep in little boys you know. <laughs> I was trying to be as politically correct as
2: possible,
3: but at on, the on, end of on, the day,
2: uh, I, on, on this show, trying to be politically correct, but no, I, it was very, it, you know, I mean, there's like. There's, like, fiction, like, there's stuff in the in the gay world that kind of borderlines. I, I don't know if you remember the magazine called Daddy Boy Daddy boy, uh, Adventures. But you know what? Stuff.
6: It's not even the Daddy Boy thing, because, I mean, that's kind of, I see these youngsters into daddies. It's, the Nambla goes a whole nev- another.
2: you know. That but that's different. No, but I'm agreeing with you. I mean, that's mm-hmm. different than what they were portraying, mm-hmm. like, it, you know, you, you can have young, you know, 20-somethings who are in the 40, 50, 60, 70-year-olds. But this is very, you know, sort of predatory on underage mm-hmm. like, children. I thought if they were going to try to make that joke, just like with the Asian thing, if you're going to make those jokes, then, they gotta be, then there has to be foolproof and it has to be funny. I don't know how you make it funny, but they... It fell flat for me, I was just like they could have left that
3: out
4: <laughs> they, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. yeah, so so for that when they tell, and I can't remember the character's name the nerdy character when they tell him when he's you know he says he's seventeen, and they tell him oh he's past his prime, yes. yeah really, they really uh,
2: mean that. Yeah, okay. that,
4: that, yeah, like it's too late for them to be fucking with him, yeah, yeah, you
2: know.
6: Oh, I there. want to know, did your kids come by your computer when you were watching this? I hope you had the sound down, girl. Did you always say your kids trying to see what mom's watching?
1: Yeah. Um, there was... I, I watched it when she was asleep.
6: Oh, okay, um, good. Yeah, <laughs>
1: when she was asleep. She turns 13 on Thursday, so, you know, she mm-hmm. thinks she's grown now. Mm-hmm.
4: Right. <laughs> That's the rough age.
1: I'm so <laughs>
5: excited!
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, her let's God, talk a little. Sean told me some things, and I'm just like, "Oh, great! Fun, <laughs> happy stuff." So,
2: let's talk a little bit about the uh, supporting cast. Um, so we had Dell Stevens as Angel. I didn't get that he was supposed to be Latino until, like, later.
6: No, see, that could have been my
2: role with that. Yeah. I, well, I, I was curious why they cast him as Latino. Not that he couldn't be Latino, but I didn't think that. I, I know he says that, but a lot of people say Poppy a lot. You know, uh, you know everyone, you know, has kind of appropriated that, you know. Um uh-huh. But I didn't really pick up that he was Poppy supposed to. Poppy Chulo. Well, Poppy Chulo is Poppy Chulo, though. Uh-huh. So you know, he he has got to by birthright, you know. So <laughs> you know, it's his legacy. But I was—I didn't pick up until later. Until I, it sounded like he was trying to give you a slight accent or something. I was just like, oh, oh well, okay. So. But- Speed. And I don't,
4: and I don't know L.A. So, deadly, you can help. Maybe where he grew up was mm. a mixed area. Um,
6: Maybe, but you know, even poppy, they don't use it too much in L.A. That's more of a Puerto Rican thing. L.A. got Mexicans, Salvadorans okay. that aren't using poppy that much,
2: right? There right.
6: was a club called Capasa Poppy, though, but but now. Uh, but then I think Daryl Stevenson is from back east anyway, though.
4: No, he's I from LA.
2: He's is LA, he from LA. LA.
4: Yeah, from he's from Yeah. Out yeah. to Oh, okay. Hmm.
2: Because I remember when I used to watch, um, when I watched um, Noah's Ark, and I, was, I would say, like, I just don't get them. I just didn't get those characters. And then people would say, oh, that's because they're very L.A. They're very L.A. And then I would talk to people from L.A. and they'd be like, mm, <laughs> you know. Don't put that shit on me. Right? Like, don't put that on, on me. You know, I just, you know, um, you know, the way they're acting and sometimes the way they dress and some of the things they said, you know, they were like, I was like, I, I wasn't getting it. That people will say, oh, that's because they're so, they're, they're very West Coast, they're very LA. I'm like, okay. So we had Dulce Stevens, uh, Graham Norton, of course, um, Scott Thompson as the dad, Ashley Atkinson as Muffler. Um,
6: Scott Thompson, I did a short with him called uh, The Immigrant, and that dude is just fucking funny, just even like in real life, man. That dude is good. I thought he <laughs> did a pretty decent job. He's-
2: He's hilarious. He's hilarious. I hope whenever whenever Lee says he's in something, we need to appoint somebody to be the public secretary. Whenever no. Lee <laughs> says he was in something, was supposed to be in something, something, we, we need to write it down so we can find. <laughs> it. it was just a
6: quick scene. It was a little short. Called the Immigrant, and I had a scene with Scott Thompson, but he was funny. I sl- I think cool. that I I don't know if I he I slapped him. I hit him. I pushed. him. I did something to him. But he was down. He a down ass actor. He just he in it. He was funny.
2: Oh funny. So we talked about Ashley Atkinson's character, Muffler. And you were saying, dearly, that we've seen this this well, you used the word dyke. We've seen this dyke before. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt like too was she over the top? I mean, I think I like that she was boisterous and whatever she was supposed to be, just boisterous character, but do you think like the director should have been like, okay, let's take it down
6: one notch
1: just the notch yeah bring it down <laughs> baby i mean well, I she f- was supposed to be a stiffler character i mean stiffler yeah. was really over the top so
5: hmm. yeah
4: that's how I, did, I, read I think it. that it i nice. think that's just who she was supposed to be
2: okay i i have used use a, the a little less. Mm.
6: But I think the whole deal, too, like making her like the more macho of even guys, is kind of played out a little bit. It's just that that was my only problem with that whole thing. Like, I mean, th- there should have been a homo thug in there because, as hard as you want to be, Dyke, there's still a homo thug that'll check your ass.
4: Maybe that's the role they wanted you to play before you drop the ball.
2: Thank you. But is not
1: that?
2: Right. Yeah, you don't you ain't got nobody to blame yourself, there, like. <laughs> Um But do you think they were? Is that kind of the character that they wanted Angel to play? I think they would. I don't know. I can't decide whether they were making Angel supposed to be hood or whether he was supposed to be sort of.
4: See, you said they they got Angel to they got Daryl Stevens to be this African American. I think they just hired him. And mm-hmm. they hired him for that part. Uh, that part didn't necessarily call for somebody to be black. Well, that, thank we, God we, they
6: didn't get. I'm glad they didn't get Wilson Cruz, that little bitch. But <sighs> uh, <laughs> it better be Daryl Stevens. I've worked with wow. I've worked with Wilson Cruz before too, and he a little bitch. Let me tell you that. I was about to wow. smack his ass. Smack what? his ass between scenes. That little bitch. Why
2: would you go and beat up Janito?
6: Mm, Cause he a dick. That's why. What did he do? He just, um, he just a dick. Trust. Me. I mean, I've, it, I've worked on like it, two different projects with him. Every time he a dick.
2: Like, do you dick. think it's because he's wow. had like? Do you think it's because he's had a modicum of sort of like uh, mainstream success? It,
6: it could be. He might be like, oh, who were you? I'm like, bitch. Just like you, I'm working on this movie too, bitch. What the fuck?
2: He was. He may and, have been threatened though, because you do kind of give. You know baby daddy you know, he might have just been threatened by you.
6: Uh, I don't know. I think it's an East Coast thing, too. Now, he is Puerto Rican. And he, like, I remember one time on Twitter, I said, oh, happy Cinco de Mayo. And he's going to be like, I don't celebrate that. I'm Puerto Rican. I'm like, well, bitch. The fuck?
2: I still uh, can't say
6: happy Cinco de Mayo. The fuck? Right.
2: I, then I blocked his
6: ass and deleted his ass on
2: Twitter, too. I'm like,
6: well, fuck you, then.
2: Shit. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's so unnecessary. Mm.
6: But anyway, I'm thinking you're right. It could have been just written like that way and they just hired Steven. Yeah. But I liked them being a little more, is it what Matt butched up than like Noah's Ark or The Skinny or other stuff I've seen on in?
2: I tried to watch The Skinny and that was the one where it was kind of like he was playing uh no i'm getting that mixed up with boyhood was he a lawyer did he play a lawyer or something or oh Oh, i
6: forgot but
2: i I kind of tried to watch it and and then i was like uh i've seen this before you know it's it's hard to make it's hard to make um gay material well, let me not say that.
4: Yeah,
2: um, I was going to stop you. In a the skinny, he a played a nurse. Of, a lot of what they make is very formulaic with these with these type of movies, um, but with a lot of uh, with a lot of gay content too, like what you see on um, Netflix and stuff. Like once in a while, you'll come across something like um, Pariah, which is a great movie mm-hmm. about a young black girl, something like something like that. You know, that's fresh and not the typical. Oh, you know, we're, you know, we're, we're all, we're all, uh, you know, forlorn because we're gay and no one wants us and our six packs are going to waste because we can't find love. You know, it's like, you know, everyone kind of looks like the same person with different hair color, you know. So, you know, it's, I don't watch a lot of, a lot of the, fair that's out there because it's just not it's not original
6: Um, yeah see i usually don't like an american-made game movie not that often because they just take it like way over the top that characters are over the top but this was meant to be so i could kind of like right all right Right. it's all right it's all right because that's what they were setting out to do but most of the time i like a good foreign movie that has some you know lgbtq themes or whatever the
2: hell yeah i mean yeah there's some really good ones Mm -hmm there's some really, really good ones, but the American ones tend to all be sort of like, you know, formulaic. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, and everyone kind of looks the same. <laughs> um, they aren't very um, diverse, usually, um, and that's just the way it is. It's just an image that's, you know, I mean, but that's, that's not unique to the gay community, but I, I find it sometimes even more intensified in, in the in the gay genre. It, there's
6: been like other parts of this movie. I have not seen them. But I'm just. Because there's a lot other stuff. They could like make jokes on. But I just feel like maybe even now. Might be an even better time. To come out with. The, you know another. One of these movies. Just because there's a lot of gay stuff. Now that they could crack on.
2: Right. Right. They made a sequel. Um I don't think it stars the same people though. It does. It does.
3: The sequel it doesn't does? have the same people in it. Oh, it doesn't. No, it only, no. The only. The only person that moved over to the sequel was the character of Nico. Oh, no, the rest of them are played by different actors.
2: Huh. So we were talking about the um, the uh, supporting cast. Was there anyone that was a standout for you?
6: I just like Graham Norton. I think I didn't expect I that from him. Edward. Yeah, mm-hmm. I thought he did Graham a good
2: Norton. job. Well, I thought I thought I liked the dad, of course. I like the dad and Graham Norton. I thought the mom was good too. Uh, Stephanie McVeigh played Negro uh, played the Negro's mom.
6: Yeah, oh, that mother. Okay.
4: Yeah, yeah. You know, she she they they poked fun at um queer
2: folk a lot. Mm-hmm. With her. Now, John Epperson, Andy's mom, was played Lip Sinker. Was Lip Sinker? Yeah. Yeah. Was Lip Synca, Was Lip Sinker ever on RuPaul's Drag Race? No. I don't think
4: so. No, she's good. Lip- she's well
6: known.
4: Yeah, Lip is an old school drag queen. Mm-hmm. You know, most of the contestants on Drag Race are still trying to get there. Like they're they're big locally, but they're not. No. Yeah, but. Yeah, but lipstick, uh, um Yeah, she's known across the country. Okay.
2: And Ant, did any, anybody know who Ant is?
6: Yeah, that the, he was the 9-1-1, one, one of those guys. Yeah, he was, was one he a comedian? of the... Paramedics.
2: He was, he was mm-hmm.
6: a
3: comedian. Oh, yeah. yeah.
2: He was one of the yeah. paramedics. Um, so, there, I mean, there were some people... There were some sort of cameos and people... You know, I knew they were, and of course Matthew Rush. Uh, I believe it or not, I thought his scene was actually kind of funny. Uh, the scene was hilarious. Yeah, I thought it, I thought his scene was was uh, pretty funny. He just can't act. Uh, yeah.
4: And watching him have sex is like watching paint dry, but that's besides the point. Cool. <laughs> Well, I mean, I bought, I bought a, my first introduction to Matthew Rush. I bought and bought. I mean, by at the store, bought a movie with him in it because he was on. Because I was like, oh my god, he's hot, and I saw that. Got that movie in the mail and watched it, and it was like watching paint dry. It was, it was
2: painful. Funny. Well, I mean, I have to say we did another movie um recently starring our very own deadly and the one scene in the movie that was the most sort of straightforward porn movie scene was my least favorite i just it's i don't like that kind of porn so um you know i mean but that's what he does and the people who like that kind of porn love love him you know so i mean he's a he's a I don't know if he's still a bigger name as he was like maybe eight years ago, but... Well, he locked up now, but, um, you know... So... So I do have a quick... I have a
4: quick story... Um, That this movie reminded me of this, and I wanted to share it. And Legionnaire knows the story.
6: Oh?
4: <laughs> um, It wasn't him, <laughs> So, the scene where um, Nico gets uh, Richard Hatch home and decides to pre- to prepare himself, to ready himself, uh, by taking one enema, two minutes. So, <laughs> Legionnaire and I have a, a dear friend that passed away a few years ago and at a convention at a um, leather convention one year, Um, our friend, his name was Rufus, was going to hook up with someone. And he decided to go prepare himself for his hookup. And he prepared himself a little too well. Um, Left the room about six o'clock came back about 6.15, wasn't able to find the guy. This was on a Saturday. And laid down and didn't get up again until Monday when it was time to leave. Because he had douched himself into a small coma. What? A uh, coma? Wait. Not medically, of course. But he I had douched that's... himself to the <laughs> point where he had exhausted himself. <laughs> But he just, like, didn't leave the room again. He he would get up, go to the bathroom, get back in the bed, and go right back to sleep. Because mm. he didn't have
1: any sure. more nutrients. They were gone. Yeah. Mm. Poor baby. <laughs> there was she was
6: She's a real. nutrients right <laughs> And the
4: funniest... I was funniest was line, from, the funniest line was from one of our other club brothers who admitted after... Rufus had grabbed all his accruciaments and gone to the bathroom to prepare himself. Looked at us and said Did he just grab a hot water bottle and a hole?
2: <laughs> yes. Mm, talk, about, talk about summer's eve,
6: y'all. Oh. Mm, I love a clean bottom. I love those boys that take care of that.
4: I do too, but you should not wear yourself out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> would have been She's <laughs> right. a little skinny, but well, unless you unless you're eating like Taco Bell and chasing it down with a, a damn uh, a, a box of fig box of fig Newtons or something, but a good know. bottom
6: will not eat all day if he if he knows he's gonna handle it at night.
2: All right. <laughs> y'all, y'all, y'all list, listen to deal, so. <laughs> take notes alright so was there anything in the plot that anyone just felt like I mean for me I couldn't really criticize the plot because the plot was meant to be formulated and they didn't make uh-huh. any they didn't make any you know attempt at saying that this was not derivative of every other teen movie you saw you know
6: uh, i think the mommy dearest stuff could have gone further i mean i i mean all gay people love the mommy dearest classic shit. i mean they could have like gone further with that don't you think Legionnaire? yeah
3: yeah i think it could have gone a little bit further it was just i mean this movie was a was a tough one for me to watch i only only in that I don't really care for those kind of over the top beach over the head with the cliche type movies uh-huh. so, you know and I and this was a painful movie for me to watch that I will say but there were nuggets of it that I found amusing um like the whole thing with the parents catching. Andy in the room. I'm like, well, girl, don't you have a lock on your door? I mean, because you would, uh, like Derek said, you would only have to catch me once, <laughs> and, and you know, it, so that that kind of that was kind of interesting, and my and I liked the, I thought the references were cute.
6: That, that there were some good references. I, kind of few. I liked one, like he dissed Kelly Ripper. Yeah, there was, there was even like uh, a. <laughs> A Karen, a Karen Black reference. Oh, and that was to
3: funny.
6: Like, mm-hmm, I like and those I old airport
3: and, movies. And I was going to bring something else up. I don't know if anybody remembers the Bravo uh, reality series Boy Meets Boy. No. Uh-uh. They, yeah, they did a... They made an attempt to do a Bachelor style um Oh, movie. yeah! Uh, with the guy that was going to pick a boyfriend out of 15 guys. But the twist was that I think five or six of them were straight. So that that in the end, if he picked the straight guy, then, you know, he would just, it would be all over. But if he actually picked the gay guy, they like won some money and a fabulous vacation or some shit like that. And the guy who was actually the bachelor trying to pick the man was the guy who played um, uh, played Bo, the the baseball player. Oh, really? Yeah.
2: Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. So, I was going to move in into the awards. Does anyone else want to? Uh, Bring up anything plot-wise um, that you thought was particularly interesting. Uh, I just
4: don't understand how you could ruin a perfectly good quiche like that. Um, Ooh,
6: I love quiche too.
2: Mm. And I, I think the scene with the with the the teacher was kind of the most <laughs> just like <laughs> oh. Belgian chocolate. Yes. Oh Lord! Okay. I mean, but Belgian even before, chocolate. even before that, I mean, how can you still consider yourself a virgin after that? I mean, you
1: know, he it, it just, on to his virginity. Well, I guess
4: really in the
1: really sense
4: that, I guess in the sense that he had already pleasured himself with artificial things, but had not yet. Actually, had the pleasure of a for real, for real, Um, but
2: uh, but that that scene was just like (laughs) that was so much, it was so much,
1: yeah.
2: Uh,
6: even dad's penis through the glory hole was a little oof because that penis was all skinny as uh, as (laughs) gross.
1: Oh, that he was, was supposed yeah, to prove that, that he had been using that, um, that pump
4: that, extender.
6: that oh. made the
1: other boy's penis long <laughs> and skinny. <laughs> uh, oh, is that it? Now I'm getting it, yeah, because yeah. yeah. oh, that's that why was... the pump was in the bathroom. Help me, <laughs> that was that was
6: <laughs> a sin. That was a
1: <sighs> no, I, oh, you, hey, you
6: ch- had to explain that joke to me, girl. Okay. <laughs>
2: hmm. All right, y'all. This movie, let's see if it has won any awards. It was nominated for a Golden Trailer Award. I don't know. Now, Golden Trailer nominee for Trashiest. But that's an accomplishment. That
4: makes more sense.
2: Uh, L.A. Outfast Grand Jury Award winner, Outstanding Actor in a Feature Film, Michael Carbonaro. Uh, I thought it was good. I thought it was the lead he was... <laughs> He was decent, you know.
6: He's no Griff, but he was all right.
2: No. Grand Jury Award winner, 2006 Best Actor in a Feature Film for uh, Michael Carbonaro again. But as I always say, the most important awards are the awards that we give out. The Poppy Chilo Summer Camp. (laughs) Okay, so I'm going to get right to it. The Best Use of Nudity... Ooh. Um, the teacher. Mm, mine. Yeah. Mine is the guy in the shower that they were l- watching. I remember they, they said watching. they <laughs>
1: that they hooked up the, sh- the camera uh, in the shower.
3: Oh that's, yes. that's Yeah.
1: That was so like supposed it's to be a straight boy, and he
3: wasn't.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
6: mm, I'd have to give it. Like when the boys finally you know, finally fell for each other, let it be known they they like each other. And that first fucking scene where he had his legs up and he was on his back. And all that's my favorite position, but anyway, it's T M I but that, that right there. <laughs> that shit was hot. Oh
2: none, none of this is TMI. <laughs> legionnaire legionnaire between us. Yes. <laughs> In our in our legion of of uh, fans that download this show, <laughs> what was what was the anchors away the best use of semen award? <laughs> the
6: best use of
3: semen.
6: <laughs> <laughs> oh, his. showering with semen. That was a funny
3: little his kiss. Yeah. With, oh. His his dream carry moment. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. What about when he had the wet dream?
6: Oh, that was kind of high. That that nut came out of his underwear.
2: Yeah, the, yeah
6: that,
2: was good. that was. I thought that was. I thought the most subtle use of semen. But mm-hmm. we want to give it to the. We want to give it to the bucket of semen. The carry. Uh, the the, <laughs> the carry sequence.
6: <laughs> yes, the cum whore. come cum whore! are all gonna laugh at you.
2: <laughs> that was funny. Oh gosh. Okay, what was the non? Oh, well, here's a good one. The most non-politically correct moment. The Asian girl. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah we'll let we'll, we'll
4: well, the It's chair. a, a, a toss-up between the Asian girl and the Nablus.
2: In
6: the
4: oh, pair
2: Yeah. 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 I, I know this is going to sound terrible, but I will still give it to the Asian girl. <laughs> it was just like, because everybody's not going to get the other one. Um, how about the barf bag moment?
4: Oh, I didn't
6: like that 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 vomit on the ass moment.
2: Ooh, mm. I forgot about that. Oh, that yeah,
4: was, ugh, ugh. that's worse than the and
3: chocolate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was worse yeah. than Belgian chocolate.
2: Yeah, it was because at least the, the the shit was on the table. You know.
1: I like but how we also- told the story like like it was the guy that had did it on him.
3: Why? Yeah. <laughs> right. yeah.
1: We were just getting into it, and he barfed all over my bag.
3: Right, <sighs>
1: damn lie. <laughs> la. <laughs> who,
2: who was uh. the queen of shade?
6: Queen of shade, what? Muffler. Yeah, probably, probably muffler the dyke. Yeah.
2: All right, y'all. Yeah. The most important rating of the evening. On a scale from 1 to 10 marshmallows, we are going to rate this, and we are going to start with Derek Anthony. Um, This
4: one, again, I had seen it before. It was amusing. Uh, it lost a couple points, only because of the Namblas and the Asians. So I'm going to give it 8 marshmallows. Ooh, that's
2: high. That is high, okay. all right, okay. We had a good I could dance to it. Okay. <laughs> we are going to go to Banetta.
1: Um, I enjoyed this movie. I actually laughed out loud several times. Um It's It's the proper amount of camp for me. So I'm giving it eight, eight marshmallows too. All right,
2: all right. We're going to move over to Mr. Deadly. Hmm,
6: so I usually don't like American game movies, but th- this one was kind of meant to be stupid, over the top funny, so I'll probably give it a six. But wait, you know what? There was some Paul Lynn references. I like Paul Lynn, the center square, so maybe I'll give it a seven <laughs> okay. for the Paul Lynn. But then I wasn't in it, so maybe I'll drop it back down to like a six and a half.
2: You weren't in it. You should drop it down <laughs> to the burn. you should drop it down to about a step. So your your final your final is. I'll a, settle on six.
6: a six. I'll okay.
2: Five. And Legionnaire. Uh
3: I give it I'll give it two marshmallows for the Paul Lynn references. I see yeah. you like him, too. Yes, <laughs> he did a good what job. I like Paul exactly.
2: <laughs> funny, funny, funny. Well, I mean, this movie for me, it did have a certain amount of quality. I like the graphics in the beginning with the sort of uh, the animation and stuff. It didn't look really cheapy cheap like a lot of these gay movies do. Um, some of the acting was a little painful for me. Um, the stuff that wasn't politically correct, I don't mind stuff that's not politi- politically correct, but make it funny. You know, mm-hmm. it has to be funny. Like spot on funny if, if, if you're going to do that. So, for me, I would give this movie maybe a
1: five and a half.
2: Five and a half. There you go. So. And there we have it. All right, y'all. It's time for everyone to report back to your, their cabins. Your bunk beds are waiting for you. Join us next time for a brand new installment of Summer Camp. Once again, here's one of our campers on our PA system with a few announcements on how you can interact with us via social media.
5: Thank you for the intro. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Poppy Chula Radio Summer Camp and subscribe. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash pcrsummercamp. Follow us on Tumblr, summercamp pcr dot tumblr dot com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at PoppyChulaRadio.com Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting go fund dot com slash poppychularadio. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash Radio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at radio.com. Now, back to you, camp counselors.
2: Thank you. My fellow camp counselors, please wish our campers
3: and our listeners a good night.
1: Good night, y'all. Good
3: night, campers. Thirty-one flavors
6: of genital cheese.
3: All right,
2: y'all. Try not to think about a uh, muffler's tongue. We have nightmares. Thanks for tuning in. Good night and lights out.